like I said, it took a little while. This this guy here that we have with us, uh, Jared, is not a computer guy. That's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm not. I don't claim to be a computer guy anymore. He's right. a dog, man. That's all that matters. That's right. I spend all my time out in the field, man, in the dirt. I, I wish I could be more like that sometimes. <laughs> I've been dealing with uh, website crap all the last two days and found oh. out it was, was my problem. So I, I fixed it. I, I broke the website <laughs> and had to it, fix so it. You had Buddy to fix broke it. it. That's a good way to learn. Yeah. Mm, no yeah, kidding. Exactly. But uh, anyways, we got Jason. We got Jared Moss. Um, we're going to do a little something different here today. And one of the things we've been talking about was a kind of a training episode. And, uh, you know, so so these will be a little bit differently formatted, um, a little bit shorter. And and Jared, Jared, tell us a little bit about yourself first. Sure. Um, I live out here in Beaver, Utah. I've been training bird dogs since 1997. Um, we have a full-time training facility now. And we breed full-time. Most of our focus is on the upland world. And then in 2011, I got into hounds. Uh, just kind of the challenge of training a hound and the challenge of going to the hills and putting a big game animal in the in a tree. That kind of sparked my interest. Um, How did you first, I mean, what was the first, the trigger? You know, I guess the, the first dog or whatever. What was the trigger? Yeah, the, that... first, the first dog I got was, uh, I was 15. And my dad and I spent a lot of time fishing and hunting mule deer. And then I wanted to spend more time hunting with my dad. And so we started chasing uh, desert quail. And we would flush those birds and we'd shoot one and it would go down in the cactus or go down in the tamaracks. We couldn't get in there to physically get the bird out. And so I had an uncle that had a bird dog and he brought that bird dog down. And she didn't point a lot of birds that first couple trips. But man, she found everything we knocked down, and that light bulb just for me was like, okay, if we're gonna chase these little birds and we're gonna dive into these big old freaking gullies and hike all over these mountains, if I, you know, sometimes you hike for two or three hours and never even see a bird, and then you jump a covey, and if you shoot one or two and you can't find them, it's super frustrating. <laughs> so it's like uh, the dogs, the dogs helped us recover everything, and that was the light bulb moment for me, and I just. From that point on, I was like, Mom, Dad, I got to have a dog. And uh, and my uncle actually helped me get that same uncle. My Uncle Dale Osborne helped me find that first short hair. And I started training her, and we could go into a whole different story about that. But, yeah, that yeah. was – it was. So what about fun. hounds? What, what made you trigger to the hound world? Uh, at the time, I had an insurance business, and I was uh, sharing an office with a guy that was a houndsman. And he, um, he kept telling me, hey, put in for limited entry mountain lion hunt. And I'm like, okay. Well, after five or four or five years, I finally drew a tag and he took me hunting. And that was just, it was just something completely different than I grew up with, you know, bird dogging. And now we're out at two in the morning trying to cut tracks in the snow. We're looking for these big old toms and we're trying to find them. And you cut dogs loose and you'd end up in the middle of nowhere and, still not have a cat it was it was it was way different you don't get everyone no, oh no, like oh no. We, him and i actually treat a really nice tom and he was tying the dogs back and i had my video camera because i thought it was so cool so i'm videoing this thing and he's tying the dogs back got all of them tied back except for one or two that tom jumped and he just schooled us in the rocks after that so yeah yeah i mean it was like wow this is 
it was just incredible to see an apex predator. I mean, I spent all that time, 20 years in the hills, and never even seen one. And now this guy just put one in a tree. So, yeah, super right. cool. So, yeah, and, and that's one of the things um, that when we're, we're, we're doing here, like I was kind of explaining earlier, is we want to come into a training session. So, W, you know, there's a couple of rules we have. Is, is one is when somebody asks me for a dog deal, where you get a good dog? I'm like, hey, we don't, we don't do that. We just they don't, don't make get into those. dog deals. <laughs> and another one we get a lot of times is how do you train x and y and z and and our focus is for w is to get products in the right hands and not so much train the person and uh so but i think there's a lot of there's a need for people and we have the right platform to bring somebody like you and and sure and kind of take take the w hat off you know for me and jason or whatever and say okay we're going to loosen up a little bit we're going to tell you we're going to talk about some training and some topics and stuff like that um and so that's why I want to explain who you were and where you came from and why we kind of um, this naturally worked out with you. you. You you've been a customer for a long time, which is always a plus in our mind. You know, we get people all the time that want something, and I'm like, "Hey, do you even know who we are? Do you, you know, like if, us on Facebook? If, even yeah, like, do you even like Double U? If you don't like Double U, then I, I you know, my, why are my you asking? Me? The emails that you get, you know? like, "Hey, I love your products." <laughs> Blah 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 blah, and you look up, and it's like you've never dealt with this. You just yeah. want free stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to be your your. I want to say the word ambassador because we're using that program now. But everybody's, yeah. and I'm like, look at him, like, what what have you ordered from us? Uh, nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I dang sure don't want you running out to different events and, and telling how great W is because you don't have a clue who we are. Right. Yeah, so, I was a customer first. I yeah, I bought some uh, at at TT15s and some Alphas and some dog collars and all kinds of cool stuff and then it was so so fluid and so quick you know it was like well that because i've bought a lot of dog crap man i mean a lot yeah. i've spent thousands <laughs> of dollars on dog stuff oh yeah and i've bought every book and dvd and on, on all this stuff on how to train and i've been to every dog website out there and i was like okay i can do this on my phone on an app these guys are cool so i bought a couple <laughs> of things and they, they were here like within two days and i'm like okay this is way different than anything I've experienced. And then when I was trying to get into hounds and figuring out the Garmin Alpha, I'd be like, this is frustrating. And I'd jump on your website and find a two-minute tutorial on how to do it. And I was like, okay. So We haven't done a great job of that lately. So that's what, kind of what this yeah, podcast is Yeah, we've been slacking on that part. Yeah. So, but you anyways, stood out. You stood yeah, out. so so, per, so that's kind of why I want to give a little bit of background and, and what, what we're starting here. This is something new. And, and one of the things on this podcast is, is if you want us to cover a topic, let us know. Like, we got to get more people to engage with us and go, hey, that sucks. Or we really like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or my favorite would be, like, get Buddy to shut up and tell him to go hunting and let you guys take care of it. And, take care and of I'd be okay with that, You're not getting off that easy. Um, I know people are always afraid to give the bad. They, yeah. they don't want to tell you you suck. And honestly, I'm okay here and I suck. I, I hear it every night. My wife, she's like, she, she has no problem letting me know when I screw up. So she doesn't even listen to the podcast, does she? No, 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 she doesn't. So don't all worry, right. my wife doesn't listen to mine. <laughs> so you're safe. We're all we're all in the safe room. Yeah. Um, well, what I'm enjoying and looking forward to is, you know, Jared, you're so involved because you own Best Gun Dogs and Best Hound Dogs out of Beaver, Utah. Yep. So. You know both sides, and a friend of the, mine who bred, you got the best hound dogs too. That's yeah, I do. Dude. I oh, have a little social account, and you bet. Yeah, right on. Yep. Yeah, man, he's got it covered. He was smart. 
<laughs> you knew what you were doing when you started that one. You know, I initially started as just wanting to keep the memories, and then it was like, now there's too much work here. I want to, you know, keep it keep mm-hmm. it branded. So good. Okay, so um, one of the first topics. So we're gonna try to keep, you know, for for those tuning in, the the goal is gonna be twenty five to thirty minute short training sessions. I mean, does that sound? Yep, Jared. I, I mean, does it sound like you can cover some ground in that? Yeah, I think that's intelligent. I think it's a good way to learn. I really enjoy the podcast. It's a great uh, it's a great format for me to learn because I'm a visual or audio type learner. If I can plug in some headphones and and be out in the you know out in the shop working and learn something, man, I I'm a podcast yeah. so. So all perfect. you guys headed to the woods right now. You can get this half hour in, get yourself That's a right. tune up, and be ready to go. I listen to a lot of podcasts at two in the morning looking for line tracks. I'll be honest. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Uh, okay so um the and the other thing i want to cover is is if there's somebody out there that has a great idea or or wants to to help us i want you to reach out to us you know i mean like this isn't the the buddy jason and jared show this is hey come on we want guests on here to to dive into some topics that maybe you you know whether it's rigging or running you know a bobcat on the west coast or a fox you know i mean there's things that that we're not experts in. And if you can think of a good topic that helps these younger people and these new, new people, we want you to reach out to us and be like, Hey, this is, this is a topic you guys should cover. And, and this would be a good asset. So, um, sure. Anyways, I, I, Jared, I got this, I mean, this to, to switch gears. Now I got this pup, this Brittany pup. Mm-hmm. So you probably can appreciate this more than anything. You bet. That dog is so different than any of my hounds like what what do you yeah, see smart. in what ways what way do you see that she's different like i'm, what's a, I'm asking i'm asking the questions here <laughs> I know, but from a guy that started out in hounds and now has a bird dog i'm the <laughs> on the on the flip side right i started out side. with bird dogs and got a hound yeah okay so don't let my answers change you know you can't copy my stuff okay, okay i won't no, copy no. my homework i got it. this um, so a good example is roading dogs, right? Mm-hmm. I yep. cannot get this pup to <laughs> road with my other dogs. Now, if my wife gets out there and runs, and runs. Like we did this weekend, we camped this weekend, Memorial Day. Yep. She will, and she runs eight mile. I mean, she's she's sure she's, she's an, an athlete. The dogs start licking their paws on one of the <laughs> truck before she does, right? Yeah. Um, but anyways, this dog will will hunt right in front of her and back and forth and all. I mean. Right. Rode in front of her, just like a professional. And I told her, I said, I want you to just run behind the truck for a little bit. I want to see. Because we did it two days or a day, you know, eight mm-hmm. miles. That that dog roded perfectly. And I'm like, I can't get that dog to do that at all. And so I did a test and I said, just get behind. Let me go in front of you and see if she had learned. Because she's only like six months. You know what I mean? She's six, right. seven months. She's young. And I thought, well, maybe now she's got the idea of what the truck is. And. As soon as the wife got behind the truck and I started going, she looked at the truck and she didn't go to my wife. She went to my driver's door like she always does when I'm out by myself and was like, hey, let me in the truck. Let and I'm like, you stupid, you freaking dog. I want, right. I want a way to get some energy out of you. That's right. Um, but so, she wants to be with you. She yeah. wants to be with a person. Like she, That is the they, one thing that I've seen. Well, that's she's probably she's probably learned. Hey, let's go for a ride and get in the truck. And so she's gotten in the truck eight or ten times one way, 
and they're so stinking smart that it's like, in even a, even three or four times, like, hey, get in the truck. Then uh, once once yeah, a lot. I have a lot of clients that let their dogs ride right in the back of their, you know, in their like uh, extended cab, and so they'll just open that back door as soon as they do. The dog just jumps back there. Mine's the front. Now, so I, so so yeah. yeah you're, you're I'm already screwing seat. up. I'm, yeah, it's <laughs> because so, I rode dogs. Right, and so if I come around a corner, and there's a truck or something. I, like we were, we right. had my six, my five hounds out there, and uh, and my wife had the pup out there, and the truck comes up, and so I honk my horns, and I I give my dogs a command, and they they go to my dog box and load up. I mean that's gotcha. that's what they do. Is it's just like, hey, get up, I'm up. And as soon as I say that, every dog knows, Safety, except yeah. that one. That one gets the front. I just so my wife was looking at it, and she's like, that was so funny because all the dogs are like all on top of the dog box, and the one I open the door, droop, and, the, and the puppy jumps in my here lap. Here comes the Brittany. Yep, here comes yeah, the lap. She's dog. like, I don't ride on the <laughs> box. I ride in the lap. That's and, right. Uh, that's right. And I. I'm, I know I'm reinforcing, which I don't mind because that's my, if I have a truck dog, that's basically what my, my truck dog's going to be. But sure. um, just, there was not, it wasn't like I had to train that. I hadn't, I didn't do anything. It, she just, just did, did it. it. Yeah. So can I pose a question off of your question towards Jared? Sure. I guess I don't know Buddy's question yet. <laughs> oh, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with the What's real your question. What's your differences? What are the differences you see? But go ahead, Jason. So, because we used to have a couple of Vishlas, which are uh-huh. an animal all their own. I don't ever want to own another one. They are too too much connection. But it seems like the bird dogs that I've been around, like Buddy saying it, it runs with his wife and not with his truck. Do you feel that because those dogs feed more off of the human influence for their hunting versus the hounds who are hunting off of instinct, where the bird dogs are using like instinct, but there is a totally different... I don't even want to say leadership role, but it's they just, just... A, yeah, different teamwork. We call it teamwork. It's definitely a teamwork. Yeah, I think we've bred for that ton a lot, and especially in the Brittany world and the short hair world, we've bred for a companion type hunting dog, a dog that can be my buddy, sit on the front seat of the truck, watch the fire, watch the game on Friday night, and then flip the switch on Saturday morning and go hunting. But I don't want him more than fifty yards away from me the whole time. Because his job is just to zigzag out there in front of me, and we're supposed to work as a team, get the wind right, work as a team. He points birds, I kill them, he retrieves them. It's it's a whole different dynamic. Like the hounds, hounds, it's like as soon as you unclip that dog, you want him to explode out there. And and man, it'd be great if I I probably I probably have shortened my hounds up. Looking back, now looking forward, I would like to have a dog that would cast 800 yards out there and just blow out that canyon and make sure there's not a bear in there. So the bird dog world, when I first started, we were we were doing some uh, field trial stuff and horseback stuff, and those dogs weren't near as people-oriented. They just weren't bred to be your buddy as much, you know, a true 50-50 dog. And those are the... Those are the ones on horseback, the field. Yeah, trials. they're yeah. Those field trial dogs, you unclipped them, man. It was like, see ya. I'm making a mm-hmm. five to eight hundred yard cast. I'm not looking back, and you better come find me because I'm going. Like you, you were hunting the dog and not hunting as a team at all. It was not about a teamwork, right? It was like, see ya. So, yeah, I think that the, the that's dogs interesting today, that you say that because, um, I recall that. So, so W came out of hounds, right? Sure. And the first bird dog people that that really came to us 
were those field trailer types. You bet. You know what I mean, I remember because I, I didn't know much about bird hunting, or whatever. But them talking about it, I was like, and and I it was just weird. Maybe it's because they hunted more like a hound in that Correct. sense. You know, it was like man, yeah. but it was just weird you say that because that was the first type of bird dog people that that we really seem to associate with. And maybe that's because they needed more tracking equipment. They did. And, and they need the tracking. Yeah, that's so. right. You got a dog that runs that first, you know, you unclip him and he makes a mile cast and you don't have an alpha on him. You're, you're going, Oh crap. There goes my $5,000 bird dog. Like I got <laughs> you to switch horses on yeah, one of those trials. Exactly. You know, them dogs, when you have some work, when you have to own a gated horse to keep up, then yeah, you need, you got to have the tracking equipment to go with it. Okay. So the biggest yeah. thing I probably see is that is in the bird dog world, at least in my world, we we're breeding for a companion hunting dog. Those dogs are living in my, I mean, I haven't sold a dog in the last 10 years that doesn't live in some kid's bedroom or some guy's house. They just, they're not kennel dogs anymore. They're, they're, they're part of their families just as much as, uh, you know, as I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want to say kids, but a lot of people look at it that it's way. Okay. You can say kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, my kids, I, I, I have a different level of respect and love and, and for my children than I do my dogs. And there's a lot of people that the dogs are, they are their kids. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, that's in, that's a topic that is something I want to cover right now. But I think even the hounds, the, the migration, I don't want to say migration or whatever, but the, the evolution of a dog in the household has changed over the, the years and yes, and the hounds mm -hmm. are definitely behind the curve in that evolution. R right or wrong. I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm not yep. saying one way or the other. I'm just saying that if you went back in the day, I bet you all the bird dogs were in kennels. Sure. They were. And now they're all in houses. A lot of them are. Um, hounds. You're starting to see uh, raise my hand because I got a wife and my hounds are in the house. I mean, I, I sure. you know, I, I if that, I may lose a couple customers, be like, he's losing my credibility now, but but he's full of crap. No, um, <laughs> no, yeah, he gets his hounds on the couch right now. There's probably, you know, like when I left, one of my hounds was looking at the front door, like, where are you going? You know, and yeah, um, they're not bird dogs, they don't like on the level of that Brittany versus my hounds, way different, way, way, way different, yeah. But I can't take a dog with me to work, a hound, and, and it'll bet. go there. Um, so I want to that's one topic I want to cover sometime that we need to put our no notes on the evolution of, I want to say, couch dog or, or you know house dog or whatever it is. Right. Um, the bird the dog guys. The livability factor. Yeah. They're they're ahead of the curve on on that as far as whether it's good or bad. I don't. I'm not judging. Yeah. One way or the other. You know, we used to when we when I first started into the bird dog world, it was like, we call them 90, 10 dogs. They wanted to be with you 10% of the time, 90% of the time it was just full throttle, right? Go hunting. And now we're trying to breed for what we call a 50, 50 dog, a dog that wants to be with you just as much as he wants to go hunting. And he's happy, you know, on Friday, if we don't go hunting and we just go for the eight mile run, he's just as happy. So the, that's, that's from, from a bird dog standpoint, that's something that we have done genetically. And we've right. we have bred, we've gone out. I have literally personally gone out and flown across the country, went to different kennels, and just to look for that one little piece of genetic material that would make that dog have that personality trait more in his front. So, yeah, I, I think it's been very intentional. Yeah, and that's 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 exactly my point. I want to dive into that more, not on this one, but right. 
you don't see that in the hound world and just watching the bird dog breeding and and uh, i think it was don i was talking to at one point over the, the cb radio we were hunting you know and you, you start you ever have those conversations when you're looking at two yeah. in the morning on the you yeah. either listen to a podcast or you're talking on the radio talking to your buddy that's right <laughs> and uh the the dynamics of how bird dogs are bred you know the cot i mean everything is a ton of differences you know what i mean there is yep but at the end of the day the hound guy breeds a lot differently than than a bird dog guy does it seems like um so there's just some differences that i, I think it would be interesting to, to check into yeah. and it's hard i think like as a hound guy because like obviously buddy you select for that trait i mean those temperaments what you know for... livability factor on any hound like you want a dog that is level-headed just in talking no, with you you don't not, like space not, cadets but i've never heard I was, no but i've never heard a hound guy you know breed 50 50 or, or 90 10 you know what I mean? oh i want yeah. i want i want this dog to live with me no we breed and i don't breed so I on the I whole say i would say yeah. there's very we few. breed for the hunt and that's it yeah. In, in most situations, Majority. the guy's not going. Oh, how's this dog handle around the house? Correct. Well, I That's put not up a lot thing. of shit around the house for a good dog. Right, right. Um, so, and it's in the bird dog world. It's this is one thing that I felt when I came to the hound world was like I was not, in the bird dog world. If there was somebody that had the top dog in the country, then you could go get semen on that dog. You could come breed your bitch to that dog. You'd pay a fee. In the hound dog world, it was like, if you've got the best stuff, don't tell anybody. Don't share it with anybody. It's a secret sauce. You know, especially in the big game world and the outfitting world out here in the West, it was like, it was their livelihood, right? That's how they made a living was with their hounds. They didn't want anybody to have that blood. And so completely two, completely different worlds. Very, that's a whole nother podcast that we could have because that, that was very frustrating for me. It was like, wait a minute, in the bird dog world, if you've got something great, you want to improve the breed, you share it. In the hound dog world, it was like, if you've got something great, don't, don't give, don't let anybody else have it. <laughs> yeah. We don't work together as a collective uh, as much in the hound world. I mean, some of us do, and there's small groups, but I agree with assholes. you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, if it comes down to it, yeah, yeah, you know, but that's not fair, but not all of us, just a few of us. Um, right. But yeah, it's, it's tough to get in. Like the dogs were going hard. hard. It has very recently been really hard to find those dogs. Like, unless you know somebody right? or you've been around, it's, you can buy a pup, but to buy a good prospect, it's getting harder. All right. So we're at 22 minutes. We're going to keep these short. So Jared, what are some of the topics that you want to cover over the the coming episodes? I know we mentioned e-collar, so I'm going to take that one out of your. Yeah. Yeah. I think e-collar. I think we could talk about some handling on how to take those young pups and get a handle on them so they can sit at camp and just learn to turn that mind and go click okay we're not hunting hey we're just going to hang out around the campfire we're going to hang around the family we're going to be with the family whatever um yeah on some of those handling issues and man i'm open to i'm open to anything you guys one of the big ones is is starting a scent trailing hound or you know a hound i think starting out and we probably want to try and get um maybe somebody else in different environments on some sure. of these, you know, because because you, you being in the West and Utah, it's, it's, it's definitely different than somebody either sure. on the coast or whatever. And so we may break some of these topics up, you know. Um, so if anybody knows of any good topics, we want to hear them. I mean, this is, this is the opportunity for, 
I mean, if we suck on this podcast, tell us. <laughs> and if yeah. you tell us no more, but but or I get a lot have, of if people. If you have a question, drop a question yeah. into these guys. Send it into W, and let's get on it and get answering it. Yeah, that that should be a part of the segment. I think we can do is is um, you know if you got questions or whatever, send them to us, and we can we can kind of address those questions. Maybe have a Q and A Q&A session here with the right people. So, um, anyways, I think this is going to be. I always say. Maybe it maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. I don't know, but you know the one thing I'm not afraid of is is to fail. And so if if the worst happens is we all fail, then we're all going to go take our dogs and go hunt. That's right. Well, this is no new venture. I mean, all of us have done similar stuff in the past. The podcast, and I know Jared, you have done several podcasts over time. So it's a pretty awesome opportunity to get someone like you who has the experience on the hound side, the bird dog side, you know, general dog. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. So, yeah. before we close this, I don't know if you answered my question, and you said you didn't know what my question was on this bird dog. You're, you coming from bird dogs correct, and going to hounds, what was the biggest thing that you were, when with your hounds, you were like, wow, this is just way different. Yeah. I think, we've, I think we talked about it already was from the bird dog side – I was able to go out and find people, you know, local clubs and local people. And... No, no, I, I got that part. I'm yeah. talking the dog. Like when you, so when I watched my dog, yes, I'm like, wow, that dog acts so differently. Acts different. What what were the what was a key point for you on how the hound acted versus a bird dog? And, and the I hound, took the easy yeah. one probably, but the the hounds for me didn't were more a little bit. Hey, they just kind of hung back a little bit. They didn't. They weren't. Whereas the bird dog puppy was like, hey, love me, play with me, throw the ball. The hound dog was like, just leave me the heck alone. Like, feed me. yeah, feed me and let's, are we going hunting yet? Why are, why are we not hunting? What are we doing? You know, why, why are we in the backyard doing nothing? This is stupid, <laughs> right? I don't play so, with the ball. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't care if your kid's here. Like, what are we, well, let's go, let's go find something to chase. Uh, independence. I think that's the big one, right? With the hounds and I, and I, and I see that now today why that's so important is you unclip that hound, you're not involved in the hunt. Sometimes out here in the West, I hey, they might go 20 miles before I ever even get back into the hunt. So they need to be independent. They need to be able to go out there and do it without your help at all. And that was a big one for me. It was like, because I wanted to teach them how to be a bird, how to be a, how to handle, you know, and, and that's, that's two different, two different methodologies. Yeah, and it, it's another, putting a handle on a dog, I think, it, it, on the hounds, it can be done. It it can't, I don't want to say it can't be done like a bird dog, but it is different. than. But my handle for my hounds is much different than my handle for this little bird dog. And I'm no great trainer on this bird dog, yeah. but but um, it is different. You know, my, my hounds even respond. They, like, I'll say, get in the truck or whatever, and the bird dog's like, yeah! get in the truck and the, right. the hounds are like what do you mean get in the truck like they'll either run to the truck excited but if Is i'm telling them to get in the truck when they're <laughs> when they're right. roading or something they're like okay i'll get on the truck and and the britney's like oh you're open the door wait, wait what's going on yeah. all over the place so some of that handle is just it's just different and so intelligence i think there's some intelligence there i really do yeah i think um uh, some of the hounds, some of my very first hounds, I remember looking back, just trying to teach them to load in the truck. 
I was so frustrated. I'm like, this dog is dumb as rocks. Like, all I'm trying to do is get you to get in the truck. Well, I've done this with a rope. I've done this with my hands. I've I've used every method I know how to teach you how to get in the truck. Just get in the truck. And they would just sit there and look at me like, what do you want? And I'm like, right, you got to be the stupidest dog ever. So. You know, get some bird dogs, go hunt some bears. Because if you could do it that way, you'd probably you'd probably just be like, yeah, I'm done. We'll go right. find some bird dogs and go catch some bears. Now, um, now the hounds that I own today are super smart, super intelligent, just better genetics, right? I mean, some of those first dogs, it was like, whoa. Well, they, like you said, they just bred for hunt, where I think some of us, some of us now are looking like, I have to have a dog that handles. I have a back injury. I'm not leashing dogs out of the woods. Right. I don't ever make it. Exactly. So I started selecting for that livability factor and, and yep. getting into that. So it's. And you get to know better people that are breeding better dogs. And, and yeah. You know. Yeah. Once you get in the hound world, like. There are some really like good club, breeders man. and there's some really smart dogs and they're freaking nice, dude. I mean, they can do awesome things. It's It's incredible what they can do. But, but being the new guy is not not always the easiest. Super you know, hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we're here. That's you. why we have this podcast that, now. Yeah, I, I've, I've new got guys I got out. tons of great stories, man. We could we could talk forever. <laughs> I, I will. Perfect. Yeah. So, well, we're at thirty minutes. We're going to end this one shortly, guys. Get your questions in. Give us some feedback on the podcast if you like it, if you don't like it. And uh, Jared, we'll see you next Leave week. Leave a review. Yeah. A review. Leave a review too. Throw yeah. it out there for everybody to hear what you think. Tell That's us right. the dirty, the dirty stuff on on Jared when he was when he was new and green and how couldn't teach a dog to load and the dog. <laughs> That's not good for your training. Dude, that was super that, frustrating. Bud. It's like what? We didn't ask the right questions in your interview, Jared. <laughs> I know <laughs> we got to find a new trainer. Hey man, he really does know what he's talking about. I, people, just go with it. That's right. He, uh, there's nothing like being raw. 